0: Welcome everyone to the Sister Stories Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to marvel at God's sovereignty over each of our lives as women and to encourage one another by sharing our stories. My name is Sophie and today I'm joined by Suzanne. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Hi. Um, So first of all, can you tell us who you are? Um, So I'm Suzanne. I'm married to
1: Stephen. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have two children, Lewis and Chloe. Mm -hmm. Lewis is eight, Chloe is five and we live in Chesington. And what do you do? I work as a marketing manager for a publishing company Mm. um, who own a load of local newspapers at the moment, so I help them market
0: their products. Mm, Great, Okay. Um, So we're going to be talking about your uh, journey with the Lord Jesus Christ, but could you take us back to the beginning and your family background? Yeah, so I grew up
1: and was born in Enfield in North London. Um, lived there with my parents and my brother mm. um, my parents used to take us to church from when we were babies really we had we were dedicated as, as babies mm. and um, the church I went to back then was called Enfield Evangelical Free Church mm. um, and had like, a really good youth group um, it was quite a big church actually it was probably around four or 500 people when, yeah. when we started going and um, mm and yeah grew up in that church and was, went along to the youth groups and the Sunday school so kind of grew up um having like learned and understood who God was and and mm. the gospel was taught to us really
0: uh, from a very very early age right would you say that you understood the gospel or not not quite or
1: I think I understood a lot of it mm. because we we were well taught at that church and I remember once being in primary school and uh, being in, a cl- in the classroom, probably I was around year three or something like that, mm. and the children in the classroom having an argument about um, how the world was made or something, and yeah. I just re- remember being like, yeah, well, of course it was God, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so um, I remember, yeah, back then, it, mm. like as a
0: child, as a young child, it was mm. obvious really that there was a God yeah. and that he mm. was the God of the Bible yeah and obviously that's we'll go into the details but there's a difference between understanding something and making yes. it your own mm-hmm. um of course um so yeah can you tell us a little bit more how how was it at school for you and did you enjoy the church you know yeah I, I
1: i loved primary school mm. um and yeah as a child it was quite happy i was quite happy mm-hmm. quite a shy child but happy enough mm. Um, but then it was, I, I when I got to secondary school mm. and started there, I hated it, oh, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Hated secondary school, mm. uh, really struggled and um, I think it was probably in my kind of early teenage years, mm. 13, 14 in particular, where, um, yeah, I, I wasn't really sure if what we were being taught in church was right anymore mm. and... Yeah, just remember it being quite difficult at school. Probably didn't have, like, loads of friends, because I was quite mm. quiet anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't really enjoy it. Mm. <laughs> but I did have a really, um, like, good group of friends at church, yeah. which I think made a difference. So uh, there was uh, four of us girls um, together and a little group of friends. Mm. And they were a big influence on me, but also I think we kind of grew up together. Mm. So all of, like, the questions... And that kind of uh, early teenage years where you, yeah, trying to make sense of life and trying to be cool mm. and all that stuff. <laughs> we kind of went through that together. Mm. So it was, in a way, it was nice to have that kind of support of those girls. And um, yeah,
0: Yeah. kind of growing up. Would you say that there are things that you heard at school that challenged your beliefs? Or was it just wanting to be popular in a sense? Or? Do you know, it, weirdly, I don't think it was school
1: because it was a christian school Mm. um i mean it was it wasn't the best sort of uh you know well-taught school when it Mm -hmm. came to christian stuff but it was a christian school we used to have like they used to do mass and not not Mm. mass um communion and stuff in um assemblies so it wasn't really that but i think it was more um possibly like the influence of my brother i think Mm. because he rejected the kind of christian message um Mm probably when he was around like 10 or 11 I think he started playing football on Sundays and Mm -hmm. going off to do that instead um and he used to come along to the the youth group still but he didn't really get on with anyone Mm. (laughs) in the youth group just thought they were not like his kind of people so I think that influenced me quite a lot and Mm. uh, because I looked up to my brother a lot Mm. I always wanted to be like him and uh it was probably why I started playing football things like that I, see, that I really yeah. enjoyed because uh, I wanted to be good at sports as well and mm. um, but yeah so I think it was that uh, that that he had rejected it mm. and then probably also yeah when I was around 14 as well I I did start playing football for the local team girls mm. team at that time yeah. as well Which, I really loved playing football, so I really wanted to do it. Mm. But the girls in that team, it was quite a nasty environment. Mm. And I didn't, there was a bit of a a split, I guess, between, like, the cool girls and the uncool girls.
0: Yeah,
1: It was, like, one of those kind of situations. Mm. And, yeah, I just remember, like, wanting to be in with the cool people. Um, But then, you know, the way they were behaving didn't quite match up with what I'd been brought up with Mm. so it was a real struggle because like you know trying to make sense of should I be doing what I've always been taught that is right to do Mm. or actually is life more about like having fun just doing whatever you like really Mm. yeah so there was that tension so I think that was also why I was sort of
0: questioning questioning a lot what I'd Mm. been taught and yeah yeah, what was really what life was about really Mm. and did that make you I don't know. Maybe resent God, or or think, "Why am I not with the cool people? I'm not able to just. Why is it not that easy, really? (laughs) In a sense."
1: Yeah, I think I don't know if I resented God. I just, I think I just started to wonder whether it was true. Mm. Because if it was true, then it meant that there were like demands on me, like that Mm. I should live a certain way. Mm. Um. But then, is that Was that the right thing to do? Yeah. Because should I have just, you know, gone with the other girls and gone with the flow, yeah. and you know, go and chase all of the things that they were chasing as well? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was more questioning God's existence mm-hmm. and uh, whether the Bible was true, mm-hmm. rather than
0: how you know feeling resentful towards Him because I wasn't quite sure if He was there. Yeah, resent- no, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess as well that continuity between what you learn at church and then does that actually apply in the real world almost in in a sense. Not that church yeah. is the real world, but maybe that separation is more um yeah, it's difficult to reconcile that sometimes of like actually what you hear at church and then having to apply it, especially as a child I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm, great. Um so yeah, can you tell us a bit more how so you we're in secondary school at the moment. Yeah. And um, what did you do at university? What What happened then? Um,
1: so, I mean, I became a Christian probably around when I was about 15, actually. Mm. So it was a bit earlier before I yeah. went off to uni. Um, but really, that was the influence of... So, I mean, at the time, I was questioning, as I said. And then mm. um, I got to a point, because I was still going to church and I had this close group of friends... And I was in the youth group, which was, um, yeah, we had some really good pastors at Enfield then. We had John T.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Walcock, who was our um, youth pastor, and Johnny Prime, who was the senior pastor. Mm. So, um, yeah, they were really big influence. And I remember John T. Like, was really good with us, actually. I mean, uh, Linda as well, his wife, that she used to have us round um, to mm-hmm. their house to do Bible studies and I remember once he, even they both took us out to the cinema for a cinema trip. So (laughs) they were really like, they they put a lot of effort into like the youth and Mm. like getting alongside us, which was great. And I remember like, as I was having these questions, thinking, okay, like either it's true or it's not true. So Mm. I I do remember praying at one point to just ask God, if you're true, you need to show me because Mm. I don't really know this is true. Um, And then it was kind of gradually over time I don't know exactly the length of time but mm. I, like keep continuing going along to the youth and being able to ask the questions just as the word was preached I think mm. eventually I was convinced that yeah. um yeah I think this is true actually and at that point that was when I just mm. prayed and, and asked the Lord to be my saviour mm. um and then there was like a gradual change <laughs> from there which yeah yeah um but yeah they were fantastic so I was baptized when I was about 18 in in the church before I went off to uni um yeah the youth group was fantastic as well and we were just learning loads mm. from the bible and um yeah uh, mm. but yeah so then I went off to uni mm. so I went to Staffordshire University to go and do journalism because at the time I thought I was going to be a journalist mm-hmm. and um yeah like I, I think at that point because I'd had such a bad experience at secondary school as well because this was kind of like a new start as it uh-huh. were I was like I'm just going to be myself because I don't have any pressure I don't know anyone they don't know me yeah so it was kind of like a fresh start so I went in with the attitude of like I'm a Christian I'm living for the Lord uh, mm. this is how it's going to be um, and the Lord was really kind actually because <laughs> on the first the first Sunday I was there I so I'd hooked up with someone who I knew who was in the CU Mm. so before I started coming Mm. and she had invited me along to church with her. So I think we'd arrived at uni on the Saturday on the Sunday so we'd gone out probably that night to the student union or whatever. Mm. Sunday morning I got up early and went off with her to church. Yeah. But the other girls in my halls didn't know this, <laughs> and they must have got up around like I don't know eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, mm. or something, and realised that I was missing. Yeah. But I wasn't in my room, <laughs> and they didn't know where I was. <laughs> so when I got back, which I think I went out for lunch with them as well. By the time I got back, it was for like three or four o'clock, mm. and they were like, "Where have you been? Like we <laughs> thought there's something happened to you." Um, and I was like, "Oh no! Like I've, I just went to church. Like <laughs> I got up, and went to church." <laughs> So that was like really amazing because then it was like all out in the open, straight yeah. away. I didn't have to find a way to tell them I was a Christian. It was just like out there. Um, mm. So from then, yeah, just, yeah, I used to go along to the CU, um, went along to church when I could on Sunday. Um, yeah, and just had some really great conversations and got to know um, mm. them and some other of the guys in the halls
0: who turned out to be Christians as well. And it was mm. yeah, a really good time. Great. And did that help your faith mature then at that time? Or
1: yeah, definitely it did. Mm. And I think as well from that time, I I realised what a privileged kind of upbringing I'd had Mm. to be have grown up in a church where the Bible was taught really well. Mm. Because when I got to uni and met some of these other Christians, I was like, wow, like you don't know a lot of the stuff that's in the Mm. Bible, which um, really struck me. So Yeah. In my third year, I was the CU president and just mm. used to make sure that we had good teaching and stuff mm-hmm. in those uh, meetings, and was doing Bible studies and leading a Bible study group mm. with some other students. Basically. Yeah, and trying to teach them.
0: What yeah. I knew, basically. Mm. Yeah. That's great. It's interesting to see how, yeah, through youth, youth group and, and people at uni as well. There's always people around you, and I wondered how seeing them live helped you to reconcile that. That problem that you had between oh i want to be part of the cool kids but actually you know i want to reconcile with that with christian living um yeah and i'm sure that senior youth leaders taking you out to the cinema or that all that thing all that kind of thing just probably helped as well in, in seeing actually you can be a fairly normal person in a sense and get along with loads of different people and still live as a christian yeah Mm.
1: exactly Mm. yeah it did uh it did make a difference i think um Mm. yeah and that you can just as you said just be a normal person um Mm. but you can live with peace really and with um, assurance in Mm. your life because i guess at uni things are quite extreme as well there were definitely some characters who were on way on the other end who didn't know what they were doing with themselves really and were Mm. in a bit of a mess um and i guess when you see that you think um this is definitely the way that i should be living and it's
0: Mm.
1: not just because um well obviously because that's what the lord teaches us but even just as a way of life
0: yeah Yeah. it's not better yeah it's true yeah okay and so then later on you ended up in kingston how did that come about
1: yeah so (laughs) um, (laughs) that's a long story well we have to go
0: back a little bit so um I
1: started, go, so I started going to Contagious, mm. so you know Contagious, the, camp, the youth camps, yeah. uh, around about the same time. So I was around about 14. So the first one I went to, I hated it because I wasn't a Christian. So I was like, why am I here? This is mental. Um, <laughs> but then I became a Christian. Mm. And then um, after I'd been a couple of years, I think it might have been the second or third one I'd been to. I'd just turned 16. And I met Stephen. Mm. who's my own husband. Yeah. Spoiler alert um and basically we like yeah from that time from that contagious that we met we liked each other and we started chatting we started dating Mm -hmm. um and then he so we were we were dating and then before I went to uni he then oh yeah he had a conversation with with John T and ended up coming down to Enfield Mm -hmm. Free Church to do a a, an apprenticeship Mm -hmm. so he came down to Enfield the, at the same year that I went to uni,
0: right? So, so you were not there, and
1: you <laughs> was not there anymore. <laughs> Oops! So we we had that this long distance relationship basically, yeah. and then after that, he then finished his apprenticeship, and then he had an option mm-hmm. to go to uni himself. He didn't have like loads of qualifications, so it was either teaching or nursing. Mm-hmm. I think, and because his his comes from a family of lots of nurses, he mm-hmm. decided to do nursing. And one of the courses was in Kingston at Kingston University. I see. And because we knew Pete from Contagious, and we Mm. knew Steve Sims as well, who was also down here studying, um, he decided to come down to Kingston. Mm. So he moved down here for uni, and then I finished my university degree, we got engaged, Mm. Um, I moved home for a year, so we were still long distance because I had to travel across London to see him. (laughs) And then... um, yeah, we got married uh, and then I moved, uh, as soon as we were married, then I moved here to mm-hmm. Kingston. So yes. he'd just graduated, he'd literally graduated um, after we were married, I think, <laughs> like a month, he had a, like a yeah. few more placements to do
0: mm-hmm. um, after we got married. But yeah, and then I was living here. Right, so. it's a quite long story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, it a long story. No, it's all, That's fine. So, and did you come to Kingston? that when you arrived in Kingston then
1: yeah yeah. so we had a choice we could have stayed in Enfield so he Mm. could have left uni and we could have stayed in Enfield but because um that church as mentioned was really big and thriving there weren't so many obvious opportunities Mm. to like serve whereas at Cornerstone we were aware that it was just a small church at the time Mm. um quite young um Mm. in it's um you know from when it was um, founded mm. so there were just there was just loads to do so we were like mm. yeah let's go there and um, we can get involved and there'll be lots of mm. yeah things that they'll need doing um, you know serving in different ways so yeah, yeah.
0: great oh great um, and obviously the church is now growing quite a lot so yeah. <laughs> in a similar situation I guess yeah Um could we carry on a little bit in the story Um so you've you've now got two got two children Um how have you found <coughs> How, what have you learned through becoming a mum and, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so I think that, like, um, so when you get married, people tell you that you learn about yourself, that you're selfish, I mm. think, um, because you have somebody else to think about. When you have children, it's <laughs> like that, like tenfold, because you really you're really restricted in mm. your life from that point because yeah. it's all about them really and um you know taking care of them giving up your nights out and you know not being able to go and play football when you really want to cause you have to get a babysitter yeah. <laughs> Things yes. like that, you know so um yeah it's hard but you know they they are fantastic like they are a joy mm. um even though they're hard work and it's difficult to bring them up really mm. um normally let alone like having to also bring them up to know the lord themselves and um, that is also a challenge mm. so yeah really stretching really makes you uh learn something new about yourself i think
0: mm. yeah and that's when having a church around you is really helpful isn't it yeah. oh yeah
1: absolutely mm-hmm. you couldn't
0: do it without the church mm. around
1: you um, mm. at all um yeah, and it's fantastic, really, because especially at Cornerstone, there's so many other families as well, mm. and so many older people who are really good influence. So it's really important for them to come along and see that there are normal people, yeah, and as people that yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. and uh, that they can respect as well. Mm. And um, but they, they talk about Jesus and they love Jesus, and that's yes. yeah, I really hope that's
0: going to be a huge influence on them mm. as they grow up. Yeah, we can pray for that definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I guess if we, again, carry on, um, yeah. What, is there anything in particular that you have learned over the last year or so, or, yeah, more recently? Um, I mean, uh, learning all the time, really,
1: mm. uh, because different life circumstances, they teach you different things, don't they? Mm. Um, I think, yeah, I think service in particular, I'm still learning that, Um mm. So we came out of, so COVID was like a really interesting time for me because Mm. um, working in marketing, um, I also lead the media team at church. So that was like a really busy, busy time for us, Mm. Uh, but really exciting as well because everything we were doing was like great to get the word out on the internet Mm. basically. But um, I think after that, I had a little bit of a burnout really Mm. um, because, yeah, I just found it really tough to keep, keep going which I've kept going so it's, it's okay the Lord sustained us but yeah. um yeah I think now that at the point we're in that it still feels like there's loads to do mm-hmm. um so it's just trying to juggle that and also just learning contentment as well as the other big thing that I'm constantly learning different life circumstances you know sometimes mm-hmm. things aren't the way you want them to be yeah. and you have to find peace in those situations um and then at the moment i mean things aren't that bad Um, Mm. actually things are quite good like work's going well um like church is great um but still it's easy to look at other people and want things that they have Mm. or just find little things that you um would change or you want to change And, um, yeah, it can be be quite challenging. So I think just learning contentment and that the Lord provides everything that we need Mm. and we don't need to worry or uh, strive after things. He'll just, he'll provide. And if Mm -hmm. there's something, a choice we need to make, then he'll help us make that choice. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, lastly, what what advice would you give to younger Christian? Um, I think probably just to read the bible (laughs) is the most
1: important thing yeah because really that is your foundation for your faith Mm. and i think christians can especially young christians can get in a real muddle if they don't understand the word of god Mm. very well um so yeah i would say that's probably the most important thing like go and do your bible study read your Mm. bible um talk to other people about it as well and ask questions particularly to your pastors and uh, church leaders they love all that as well (laughs) they (laughs) they love being asked questions they love people who are really getting into the word and want to Mm. learn it so uh, yeah make use of that go
0: and make friends with the pastor and Mm. uh, ask him lots of questions and learn yeah and as we've seen through your story that that when you have that foundation it's really it's so important isn't it and that will define your view of the world and and how you go about everything really, so that's yeah. really important. Um, yeah, and it's really encouraging to hear how God has sustained you and and kept you, even if you could have wandered off and you know uh, and maybe you did it at at one point, but then He brought you back. And and having that foundation on the Word is just the the yeah the basis of all of that, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, that's really. That's very really encouraging. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Suzanne. Welcome. Um, okay. Yes, <laughs> and uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, that's all for today's episode of Sister Stories. But join us again next time.